Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined as always by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? Nick, where do you, where do you get your groceries at? Man, when I used to live in DeSoto, I loved going to Winco. You ever been to Winco? Winco? Winco what is, is excellent. I loved Winco so much. It's it's as cheap or cheaper than Walmart and as nice as like a Kroger. But it, it's like a warehouse type thing. So you go in. Wait, are you saying wind? Like the d- wind? Like W-I-N-C-O. Winco. It's amazing. It's the best. I love it. So is it, like a, is it a cousin of like Costco? It is kind of like a Costco, but they don't have memberships or anything. It's a uh, employee-owned company. I don't know if that means anything. I'm not a business person, but <laughs> and uh, I interesting. Just, I love going to Winco, but now we go to Kroger all the time. Yeah, I like Kroger or Target. Do you like Kroger or Target for food? Are we talking groceries or are we talking just like household goods? I don't know. Maybe both. <laughs> Kroger for you get food. groceries at Target. There are gro- Target does have groceries. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we get our groceries there sometimes. My wife, I say this because my wife's supposed to come in the door at any moment. With she loves going to Trader Joe's, and I just don't like Trader Joe's, man. Like I like cereal, and cereal is like my go-to snack. It's my go-to like yeah. breakfast. Yeah, and she she's like, oh no, honey, like Trader Joe's has the best cereal, and she brings home and it's like some organic grain <laughs> crap, kashi something. Yeah, and it's just like. Or it says on the box, "Don't put cereal in it" or something. You know, no, you know, no dairy with this. It's just the stupidest stuff. <laughs> How is it cereal if I can't eat it with milk? I know cereal so, is we, technically one of the dumbest foods if you think about it. Don't even down <laughs> cereal like that. <laughs> if you think about it, just on like an elemental level, just like think about it in its two parts. I don't it's, care about thinking about it. In any it's actually level. three parts. It's great. It's, it's grain, sugar, and wa- and and milk. You just put the three together. That's just weird. I don't. It's weird or not, I'm gonna eat it. And marshmallows, because why are you eating a cereal without marshmallows? <laughs> now we can. Hot dogs are weird too, but we eat. Oh them. yeah, hot dogs are weird. I eat hot dogs though. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. This is I've watched enough of those about. Netflix documentaries about food that you shouldn't eat, but you know, no, still going strong. Watched enough no. of them that they. I'm just. I'm numb to them now. <laughs> I can't watch those. Can't do it. <laughs> we watched Super Size Me in eighth grade, in health class. And uh, afterwards, I I left. Maybe I was in high school. I left, and I I think I was. I think I might have been in high school because I drove. I drove to McDonald's. I got a Big Mac and a fry. After you watched that documentary, <laughs> yeah, was, the whole time they're showing food and Big Macs, and he's eating stuff, and you get, you're at school, and you're 16 years old, and you're hungry. Yeah, I must, Bro, have, I I must have been a sophomore. I, we're not going to go too deep down this rabbit hole, but <laughs> too late. Quick, quick, quick story. Back like a couple years ago, 
You know, something that really annoys me, like if you want to eat, if you are one of these people that eat like super, super healthy, then hats off to you. Like my best friend just turned, like went vegan like a couple months ago and like it's insane. And already gave up. <laughs> here's my thing. Just don't force it on me or make me try to feel stupid because I'm not. But Isaac, because you're, you're killing animals, man. You're... <sighs> don't start with this. So, but anyway, small story. I was walking down the sidewalk, walking to my car back when I lived at this previous place a, couple, a year or two ago here in Dallas, downtown. One of my friends was walking down the parking lot, and he he had recently lost a lot of weight, and I told him, I was like, man, you look really good. Like, you look great. This is the best I've ever seen you and all this stuff. He starts telling me about his weight loss and stuff. He's like, man, you want to you wanna, you wanna, know, see what I do and stuff? I'm like, well, no, no, whatever. You know. he, said, he looks <laughs> sure, at me. why? Why not? And he tells me some of the stuff, and I was like, man, I, I can't give up milk. Like, milk means a lot to me. I drink milk by itself. Like, I drink, you know, milk with cereal. Like, I just love milk. And he literally looks at me and says, well, how serious are you about living? <laughs> what? What on the heck? What you freaking talking about, bro? Like, because I drink milk? And he, like, looks at me and he's like, well, how... You want to live a long life, don't you? You want to have kids? You want to... Like, you what want the to be, freak, man? You're talking about 2% children. milk. <laughs> be there for my children because I drink milk. It's not like... I could halfway understand if you want to talk about my Mountain Dew, but... Halfway milk? understand. Mountain Dew is, is definitely just like poison for your body. Yeah, but like like I could understand the soft drink some... But like milk. I mean, some. It's that stuff's awful. Because me. everybody drinks soft drinks. You're not gonna walk up to somebody drinking a Dr Pepper and say you're gonna die next tomorrow. Seven days. You know, like that's bullcrap. Like everybody drinks. You know, a lot of people drink soft drinks. People but, drink. People drink soda for breakfast. Yeah, that's crazy. Have, did growing up in Kentucky, did you say soda or pop? Um, soda more. A lot of it was uh, just Coke. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, hey, can you give me a coke? And there's no coke. It's like it's Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Soda's terrible for you. I think I haven't drank a soda probably in three years. Holy crap, dude! That's awesome. Yeah, it just it's my wife doesn't like carbonation, like in any in any kind of drink. Oh crap! So, so these these people I just bashed, that's you and your wife. No, I mean, <laughs> you want to know what we had for dinner tonight? We had like this buffalo chicken with. <laughs> <laughs> that we made it was really good so all right we are so off track that's a little bit about us <laughs> this is the most random intro ever <laughs> some people like that stuff i like when people talk about their lives you know when i listen to podcasts and stuff but today is game day no game day no the mavericks are not playing today there is not a basketball game being played today however we did watch the uh <laughs> we did watch the the zion versus lamello Balling you out. watched that. <laughs> I did watch that. <laughs> I loved it. My man Jimmy Cook is the uh, the play by play announcer. People on on Facebook were trashing him. That dude is really good. He's a good announcer. He, he's going to be in the NBA someday. Yeah, I mean, I watched it for about thirty seconds. <laughs> it's terrible basketball. The, the same time, the same amount of time, I was on still on Skype with you after we recorded last yeah. night. <laughs> And yeah. then I turned it, I turned it off because I just couldn't take it. It's bad basketball, but it's fun. I enjoy it. You just it's you watch for the players, you watch for the atmosphere, you watch to see how they respond to situations. You, you're kind of just getting an idea of, of who they are, and it's just fun just to see the, the madness surrounding it, especially that Ball family and the and Zion himself, and just to see if he's going to throw down a dunk or see if uh, Lamelo's going to 
spot up from mid court, which he did. He spotted did up he? from mid court, man. Totally missed it. <laughs> he bricked it. Yeah, there was <laughs> it was not even like a shot clock situation. There, he had like thirty seconds left. <laughs> he just chucked it. What the heck? So, but game game pod. We are going to be pro- hopefully every Friday night. Unless something big comes up, we will be doing this game pod where we have a couple game ideas, a couple of like radio type games that we're going to be going through. And this is where we're saving all the Sottenham Shames. We're saving them all for Friday. Some people don't like them. Some people really love the Sottenham Shame and getting into it. I just decided we're just going to throw them all on Friday. We got a couple other games that Isaac that Isaac likes to do. That uh, some of them will be you know just funny stuff. Some will be straight up basketball talk, uh, and then others will just be. Other things. <laughs> I don't know. Other <laughs> that's yeah. the last category there. So the first game we're going to be playing today is called uh, Sodom Shame or Frame. Okay. Uh-oh. So I got I got a couple different uh, Sodom Shames, and then I got a couple things that are, are tr- that I made up. So I'm going to be going through all of those and saying some. Of, sometimes it's one thing that I made up. Sometimes it's two things that I made up. It's all over the place. So Isaac, you're going to have to tell me which one someone actually said. And then Isaac has a game he likes to call the name game that he stole completely. <laughs> I did. I, I have a couple games I stole from. Uh, I'm a big fantasy football guy, so when NFL season comes, you know I'm going to drop a few things about fantasy football. But I hate fantasy if, football. I said, "Oh my gosh!" I do it every. I do it. I, okay, I will do it. I do it every single year, and it's the worst. Okay, last. Okay, this is why I hate fantasy football. Last year, my first pick was Adrian Peterson. My second pick was AJ Green, and my third pick, no, my second pick was Doug Martin. <laughs> my third pick was was AJ Green, and they were all out with uh, in week one. Wow! <laughs> and you I still like I still came in third in my league, even though my top three picks went out. I was gonna say like half, like the draft is like twenty five percent of it. Like seventy five percent of it is like starting and injuries and picking up waivers and. All this stuff. I will say this. I want to throw this up out like there. Picking up like Jay in like the third week because all of a sudden he had a 200-yard game. Just like random yes. stuff like that. There's always guys like that you got to pick up. But I want to say this to our listeners. If you are interested oh. in, in being in a fantasy basketball season, oh, no. league this fantasy coming season. Is, nah. Dude, I played it for multiple years. And the way I set up my league, I don't set it up where you, where you set the lineup daily because that's just dumb. I set up my league to where you set your lineups weekly, just like fantasy football. Yeah. So from Monday through Sunday, like your lineup, your fantasy basketball lineup is set. So then you got to watch to see who's going to be, you know, who's playing the most games and stuff yeah. like that. So if you're interested, holler, reach out on Twitter. If we get enough response, we'll set up a locked on Mavs like league. We yeah. can even do it for for fantasy football too and have fun with it. And... Fantasy football locked on Mavs, that'd be funny. I, I mean, yeah. I'm in. I'll play both of them. You'd play it. I would. I definitely would. I, it's one of those things where I say I hate it and then I just do it. I I talk myself into it every single year. <laughs> Last year. All right. So, are you starting off? Yeah. Well, explain your name game before we do, before we start that. Yeah, so name game, uh, it's, it's the same concept from Matthew Berry, Phil Yates, and stuff from ESPN's Fantasy Football, but it's it's really simple. We, I'll have a Dallas Maverick player, and who, whatever player that is, and I will give you another player around the league that plays a similar position uh, that's kind of like the similar spot in their career, kind of, uh, you know, something like that. So I'll just give you a name, and then I'll say, would you like them or them? And no money involved, no contract 
considered which player would you like what which player do you like more and it's kind of basically a ranking it's a way of kind of ranking where you find x player in the league as far as like today like Nerlens is one of my one of my guys that I'm going to do today oh. so using some names with Nerlens kind of helps rank like okay I would take Nerlens over that guy but not over that guy so it kind of puts him in this ranking of where he's at among other centers in the league something like that so it's kind of fun, and and it gives Nick and I a chance to like we'll debate and we'll, we'll disagree on some. We will, we definitely will. All right, so let's do the name game first. So after that, then we'll do the Sodom Shamer framed. But uh, but yeah, go ahead. Give me your first. Give me first two names. All right, so we'll start off. We'll just go ahead and start off with Nerlens, Nerlens Noel. So that's our, that's our Maverick. So I'm gonna give you. I'll give you a name first. You tell me if you'll take him All over right. this player. This is how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give an instant gut reaction, and then I'll then I'll I'll let you respond, and then I'll think about it for a second. Okay. Just like I'm gonna go straight off, straight off the top of the head. Since I wrote about Phoenix yesterday, Nerlens or Alex Lynn? Nerlens. Absolutely, so I agree. Easy. That's yes. so, that one's so, so easy. Okay, Nerlens or Willie Cauley Stein? Nerlens. Nerlens, I would agree with that. Nerlens or Capella? Nerlens. That's closer for me, but I. Th- it's close. What are you? I getting, like Cap- what are you getting from Capella? That you're not getting from Nerlens. Health. <laughs> healthy, healthy <laughs> knees. Fair, fair. I guess. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like the only thing, or what I would probably give Nerlens the edge on is Nerlens could guard on the perimeter better than Capella. Yeah, and so. and probably. Well, Capella's a little bigger, so he can guard in the post better. But, but he's but yeah. I think Nerlens is a better rim protector than than Capella is. Yeah. So yeah, clo- closer for me, but I'd still take Nerlens. All right, uh, Nerlens or Nurkic? Oh, that one's harder. Nerlens. It depends on what it depends on what Nurkic I'm getting though. Give me your answer. From Portland. Well. If I'm getting to like Portland, Nerlens. That guy had like didn't he have like a 2020 game, <laughs> like 10, yeah, seven blocks or something like that. That guy was a monster. And we'll clear. And I'll clarify this part of the game. Who would you want on Dallas? Not just because, like, if you could say, I would swap Nerlens for this player straight out. If you could do that, would you do it for this Mavericks? Oh yeah. In that case, no. I would take. I would, I would keep Nerlens. Okay. Um. You actually texted me this one, and it was super interesting a while back. Nerlens or Steven Adams? This one's hard. I, I would it, I would still take Nerlens. Dang. Steven Adams, the contract is just sticks out too much. Twenty five million dollars. We, we're not we're not talking about money. I know, but you you can't though. It's like drilled into my brain now that that these guys are attached to these dollar figures. Like you like if you ever include Alan Crabb in one of these, I just can't. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time you bring it up, it's, I'm just going to think $19 million. This is the first thing I'm going to think of. But I, I still think I would take Nerlens. I think I would take Steven Adams. He just, like, Nerlens is just different, right? Like, he, he just has something else that no other center really has. No other center? Who else? Who else is like that? They can get you steals like that, get out on the perimeter. Even guys like like even Anthony Davis, not not as quick like that. Well, I mean, it's almost like an Embiid factor of like we just. I mean, have we seen enough though to know exactly what we're getting? 
I've seen enough of Embiid, that's for sure. 30 games is enough for me. That dude, if he plays 50 games, he's an all-star, and they're making the playoffs. Yeah. So, but, so, like, your comment of, like, he gives you, so, like, you would just take him over every center? Not every center. No, no, no. I would take I would take Anthony Davis. I would take Carl Anthony Towns. I would you know take Cousins. I would take you know a whole bunch of different guys. But because I got some other names, but now based off that statement, now I need to shoot higher, like DeAndre Jordan. See, that one's interesting because now you're now you're talking age as well. You're talking the fact that he is a, <laughs> a hated yeah. figure in Dallas. If you, if you take if you push aside that, would I rather have just as a player, not as a person? Yeah. Nerlens or DeAndre. I'll go to Nerlens because of age. I would take DeAndre. And free throws. That the free throw thing, you can't play that guy in crunch time. Okay. Um Well I got three more names. So Nerlens or Whiteside? Whiteside. Game changer. You would take hold up. You would take Nerlens you would take Whiteside <laughs> over Nerlens, but you wouldn't take DeAndre. You that means you you like Whiteside over DeAndre? Yeah. <laughs> Who can like at least at least DeAndre can like guard some on the perimeter. Whiteside can't guard anybody. Emoji Gate has scarred me for DeAndre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you take I can't Whiteside pick DeAndre over for anything. I just really can't. Um. Well, dang, I need to shoot higher. Rudy Gobert? No. Yeah, I take Rudy Gobert. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's two. Miles <laughs> Turner. That was interesting. I think I would take Miles Turner. Good hmm. rim, good rim protector. Not maybe as good of a rim protector as Nerlens, but you didn't you get that three point shot, and he's younger somehow than Nerlens. Yeah, you get the age factor, get the different different skill. That's a guy that gives you something that nobody else does, really. You know. So I, yeah, I would take Miles Turner too. Okay, here's a good one. Nerlens or Andre Drummond. Oh, that one's easy. Nerlens. Drummond is man. easy. Yeah, that that's easy to me. Drummond just like Drummond in theory is a good player, right? Like he does he does mm. a lot of things that are good. He's a a monster rebounder. He is uh, a good rim runner, like a, a really like probably a monster rim runner. Let, let me let me put it like that. But the guy does and not- rim and rim running means everything. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> stop! And, Everything, uh, all hell, but he rib running. He doesn't really def- like protect the paint, really. And then the the free throw shooting. He's literally the worst free throw shooter in NBA history. <laughs> so you take that <laughs> into account, and then he's not really giving you much offensive besides just the rim running. So I don't know. He's not. He's not giving you two. He's giving you two qualities, right? Rim running, which is good, and rebounding, which is good. But he's not giving you two things that you really need. In this NBA, which is rim protection and uh, the ability to play him in crunch time, how about that? <laughs> Loosely yeah. at that, like you just can't. It's Found close every for, time. It's close for me. Yeah, you know, I do worry about Nerlens and his just frame. You know, the, these guys with DeAndre, like DeAndre, is just as athletic as Nerlens is and throwing down these crazy dunks and stuff. But DeAndre's thick, and DeAndre can bang. Nerlens yeah. is just really limber. But the the league is also just getting smaller too, right? Like in the in the finals, we saw so many team. We saw the teams basically just get rid of their centers, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I want to, like, I would like to, like, if either team had, though, a center that was worthy of playing, I think he could have played. But I don't know. The Cavs so, played, played Tristan Thompson, who would who would ideally probably be a four, right, for him. Not for, not for the NBA, but for him, he would probably ideally be a four. But they have to play him at five, and they did pretty much all, you know, season. And then they play him at five in the finals as well. Yeah. So... Nerlens or Mark Gasol? The only reason. Oh I, my gosh, the, you're pausing. The on only this. reason I hesitate is because of the age. The only reason I hesitate because he's already 31. He's going to be 32, and that, that's going to fall off a cliff pretty soon. I would still take Mark Gasol, but you t- you think about it because yeah. like almost, age almost, can't really factor a ton into this because that's the, even almost if, 10 like, years though. <laughs> no, I'm saying like into this game, like it would it would be hard to like take any okay for like. If it's like moving forward, we're just talking about like this current Mavs team oh, this year. So we're talking about if I had it, if I'm basically picking up like a pickup team. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I take Marcus Hall. And you had this Mavericks team as your pickup. And okay, team. then I would take DeAndre over Nerlens though for going with the pickup game situation. Well, Nerlens ain't that much younger than DeAndre, is he? Four DeAndre, years. DeAndre's 28, right? I don't know. 28, 29. I try not to care about him too much. I don't care about him too much either, but I, mean, I do. <laughs> okay, so let's move to my second player. Okay. Wes Matthews. Ooh. Same game. Wesley Matthews or Danny Green? Wes Matthews. Danny Green, Danny Green's so up and down. And I, I know people will say, oh, well, Wes Matthews is so up and down. But Danny Green, man, <laughs> you get some highs and you get some The fact that you know the counter argument right off the top of your head. Like, oh, crap, Wes Matthews is up and down also. He is, but but you're also, you know, that's kind of where the three and D guys go. They're, they're all streaky, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's just how they are. Wesley Matthews or Eric Gordon? Wes Matthews because of the defense. Okay, and Eric Gordon wasn't good until last year. <laughs> he was he was good with the Clippers, and then he went to the Hornets and was awful. <laughs> then they began the Pelicans; they were still bad. He was still bad, and then somehow that, he went to the Rockets and was really good. Since the like, end of the year, good suck, good suck, good suck. Yeah, so he would go here. He would go to Dallas, and then he would suck <laughs> because it's every other. <laughs> Wes Matthews or JJ Redick? Redick. Ooh. I like Reddick personally, though. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. So that means you take Reddick over Gordon. Yes. That's Probably. interesting. So you take J.J. Reddick over Wes Matthews right now. Yeah. Such a good, like, just exponentially better shooter, you know, just on a different level. Yeah. I think I would still lean Wes at the moment, but. All right, Wes Matthews or Tony Allen? Oh. Right now, and you can't factor in age, right? I nope. think I'd take Wes Matthews. Yeah. Tony Allen, you have to factor in age, right? Because the age marks the decline of you know the player. So. Yeah. Maybe even two years ago, I'd definitely go Tony Allen, you know? But now that we're at that age, I'd say Wes Matthews. Yeah. We're just talking like now. So. Because like if we don't factor in the age thing, then if you if I'm if we're playing the name game with Mark Gasol and you're saying, All right, Mark Gasol or 
some random center that just, you know, it's like super young. That's clearly not on Mark Gasol's level right now. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd do that drill right now because I would have that young center for 10 years. Right, yeah. All right, so give we can't, me, so give we can't do be- the age. Give me your best one and we'll move on. Chris Middleton. Oh, I take Chris Middleton. I really like Chris Middleton. Okay, two more quick ones. Kent Bazemore? No, Wes, Wes. Thank you. And this one's more of a small forward, but Wes played some last year. Wilson Wilson Chandler. I think I would still take Wes. Ooh, I think I'd take Wilson Chandler. I like him. And I like his neck tattoo. (laughs) It's not a reason (laughs) to take a player. I know I need to give I need to give more advanced stats there, to back up my point, Nick. <laughs> there will always be personal bias that sneak in. Yeah. All so right. yeah, that's that's name game. There you go. That's the name game. If you disagree, definitely tweet us at Nick Van Exit at Isaac Harris NBA. Tweet me if you would take DeAndre over Nerlens. You can't can't put so it in the emoji gate. I feel like from our Nerlens talk, you would almost have Nerlens like a top five to six center in the league. No, you. No, you because you you said Anthony Davis, Towns, Gobert, Gasol, I, I, Whiteside, and DeAndre. Once once you clarified what the game was, I would take all those guys over him. Okay, so that's six names or seven names. So you'd put Nerlens top eight. Yeah, I'd take Horford over him. Now, if I'm just thinking off the top of my head, uh, okay, I would take. We count Draymond. <laughs> no, no. We count Zaza. Would you take Zaza over Nerlens? I don't know. I have to lean Zaza, I think. No, why? <laughs> I was just kidding. There's no way I'd take Zaza. There's no way on earth. <laughs> what about Tristan Thompson? No, no way. Nerlens. You get those boards. What about did you say you would take Drummond? Um, it's re- that's really closer to me. Because we can't act like Nerlens is some like knockdown shooter either. You know, we can't act like he's Marcus All. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's at least serviceable, you know? I just I, I like my center to be able like to be athletic. But can also bang at the same time, and there's just a. That's the only thing about Nerlens that just kind of worries me some, as far as you know. He's like what eighty two pounds, and with <laughs> with you know kneecaps that so, are kinda, soaking wet. Yeah. What about but, let me go the opposite of what you just said? You'd rather have what about Brook Lopez? I'm a huge Brook Lopez fan, uh, but I think I would take Nerlens. Yeah. What about his brother Robin Lopez? No, Nerlens. Brooks better than Robin. Let's see who else we got. Jonathan. <laughs> I think that's it because I'm thinking like Orlando, the uh, Charlotte, Dwight Howard, <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you take Jokic over him. Oh yeah, yeah, Jokic is great. The Jokic bandwagon's kind of getting on my nerves though. Really? To be honest. Jokic is it awesome. Is. I like Jokic a lot, but there's just there's people out there that's trying to argue like he's like a top five player in the league, and I'm like, back off. Please. Maybe maybe a like a offensive difference maker, you know? But yeah, I mean, he still can't guard anybody, right? But right. Anyway, he's just all the advanced stats guys that that like. Hey guys, let me get my Excel spreadsheet Stop. and tweet out something with percentages. Guys, I hate point, stats. He hates. No, stats. I don't. I don't hate stats. It's just he's it just Barkley. It, it kind of gets it gets to me sometimes. Where like we could, I it's I just went off to Nick about this through text message, but like <laughs> I guarantee you, we could pull up some stats right now, and I can sit there and say, you know what? So Salah Mesri has a better left-handed block rate on the left block. <laughs> 
on in the second quarters, but in the last five minutes, and that percentage is better. It's better than Whiteside. So therefore, Salah, I mean, just it might not be crazy, but Salah Meshri might be just as good as Whiteside because of that stat. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Like, it's just like those people that last year was trying to pull up all these bullcrap stats about like, oh, the Spurs are better defensively when Kawhi Leonard's off the court and like pulling out all these stupid stats. They're like, doing, that, they're doing that for Whiteside too. Kawhi Leonard's the best wing defender in this game, so shut up. Like, don't pull <laughs> off these stupid stats with that. Like, I'm not. I'm not anti-stat. It's just we take it too far sometimes. There's a balance that you have to do with these things. I Okay, this has now become a stat conversation, but I think there are very few people that can really read stats well. When I went to the sports business classroom, we had a uh, – in Vegas last year, we had uh, Kirk Goldsberry. Remember he used to write for Grantland? I don't uh, know him. Kirk Goldsberry, he does the shot, the shot charts, like those spray charts basically from like shots. Anyway, he used to write for Grantland. Mm-hmm. Now he works for the Spurs, and uh, he just gave us showed us all these spreadsheets and things and how you how you read certain stats and uh, and then Daryl Morey came in and showed us his stuff and how he assembled that team after the Tracy McGrady Yao Ming thing that and they went in the playoffs and they had just an awful team and you know, like Shane Batty was their best player and just you know crazy stuff like that and he showed us all that and just how they can. How, what stats they can put together and, and read in a certain way. I just think it takes a certain kind of like brain power, <laughs> you know, like yeah. intellect level to be able to do that. And I just think a lot of people can't. And you try to cherry pick stats and it doesn't work. You have to, you have to put the whole picture together. Exactly. People just forget about the whole picture. They just take a piece of the pie and say, oh, this is the best piece of the pie ever. And you have to judge the whole pie based off this one piece. And you, that's just you, can't be la- you can't be lazy with stats. You have to put the time in and actually you know, research and work them. Work, um, and you have to freaking watch basketball. Like, that's the thing that I feel like people just forget about. It. They just look at freaking charts, man, and say, oh, man, look at this chart. This is great. But yet you watch a game and you're just like, oh, who's that player? Okay, I just did a 5,000 piece on some stats about this player. I don't even know what he freaking looks like. <laughs> now I'm getting got, worked up now. Yeah, you're getting worked up. You got the box store watchers out there all, all going after you. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. All right, so let's play Sodom Shame or Framed. Okay, so what, some of these will be Sodom Shames, like actual things that people really wrote on Facebook and Twitter and different things. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. And other, uh, these others will be fake, completely false that I fabricated. All right, so here's the first one, or the first group. Got a couple trades for Kyrie Irving. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. You yeah. ready for these? You got some, got some trades. You tell me which one. One of these is a Sodom Shame, is an actual real trade that somebody suggested, okay? So we have first one real, two fake. One real, two fake. Okay. Wes Matthews, Dwight Powell, Devin Harris, J.J. Barea, Yogi Ferrell, and a first-round protected pick for Kyrie Irving. Deal? Question mark. The second one, Kyrie Irving isn't better than Dennis Smith Jr. And then in all caps, he said, don't trade for him. That was it. And then the last one was Wesley Matthews, Devin Harris, and a first-round pick for Kyrie Irving. Which one is the Sodom shame? And which two are framed? 
What was the what was the third one again? Wesley Matthews, Devin Harris, and a first round pick for Kyrie. Straight up, no third team. And the first one said that Dennis is better than Kyrie right now. The second one said Kyrie Irving isn't better than Dennis Smith Jr. Don't trade for him in all caps. <laughs> um. So I got to guess which one you did. Two of them I did. One of them is real. One of them is real. Um, you know, it's, well, I'm going to say the second one's, I want to say the second one's real just because the, <laughs> uh, there's like stupid fans out there that's really on board this chain right now that. All right. Give me a final, yeah. give me a final answer. Yeah. The second one is real. There, there was, there, there are fans right now that think that Dennis Smith Jr. is right now better than Kyrie Irving. I absolutely made that one up. The real one is Wes Matthews, Devin Harris, and a first round pick for Kyrie Irving, <laughs> <laughs> which is still a Sottenham shame. Like that's still a bad trade. Yeah, there's no yeah, no. There, there's no way. Like the the part when people make trades that people don't think about is or they forget is what are other teams offering? Yeah. The, so the like market. That, yeah, that, that that's yeah. There's okay, a, give me there's a one. couple in here. There's a couple that I saw this week. I don't know if I put them in here or not, but they, they didn't even look to see if the trade mach- it worked in the trade machine. <laughs> just, no, those people drive me nuts. They just said it. All right, here's the second set. Okay, uh, two of these are real. So just tell me the one I, I made up. Okay. I wouldn't even take Kyrie for free. Just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> the next one had a whole depth chart. It was written out with Kyrie. Oh, yes. Well, I love depth charts. Kyrie and, and Dennis as your two starting guards, then Yogi and Harris after that, and then JJ as your, thir- as your third point guard. Your small forward spot is Barnes, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Jean Clavel as your third <laughs> small forward. Your power forward are Dirk, Max, and Motley as your three, <laughs> as your three fours. The center was Nerlens Noel and Salah. So this person decided to write, I think it's fair if we trade Curry, Wes, Powell, and a first-round pick for Kyrie. Thoughts? And then the third uh, – the, the third – Example, somebody wrote in, Dallas trades Mavs franchise. Dallas gets Cavs franchise. <laughs> what the two, of the, <laughs> two of those are real. One of those I framed. Two of those are real? Uh, I'm going to say the first one you framed wouldn't take <laughs> Kyrie for free. <laughs> Man, he totally made that one up. That one I made <laughs> up. I wouldn't even take Kyrie for free is, is false. The other one, though, Dallas trade. It just says Dallas trade. Mavs franchise, Dallas get Cavs franchise. It makes no sense to me. That's so dang weird. What does that even mean? I, I I, it's, it's definitely a joke. So I don't think this person was like thinking that was real. But then the other one was Curry, West Powell, and a first for Kyrie. And then starting Kyrie and Dennis. And having Dennis as your two guard. It would be interesting. Interesting is, is a word to use for that. Okay. <laughs> I last set. Oh yes. I won't tell you how many of these are real and how many are false. Oh my gosh. What I have to what do I have to guess? So just guess. Just tell okay, me. Okay, you re- you read one, I'll tell you if it's fake or true. All right. Why doesn't Nerlens Noel just take the minimum like Dirk does? He'd be beloved like Dirk is. Dear God, fake news. <laughs> that uh, I made it up? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Nerlens Noel is wasting everyone's time. Just let him go to Brooklyn and do nothing. 
Fake news. <laughs> I also made that one up. <laughs> like. And then the final one. To whoever is running the basketball side of the Cavs, we should really see about possibly getting Nerlens Noel for the minimum. For the minimum? Hopefully there's not a fan out there that thinks that fake news. <laughs> that one is totally real. What? No. Somebody, somebody for the minimum? Yeah, it's a Cavs fan that said, whoever's running the basketball side of the Cavs, we should really see about possibly getting Nerlens Noel for the minimum. Shout out to uh, Rayleigh McCammon for that one. He sent that one to me about a week ago. <laughs> he and then he pulls out, he then he pulls out some... <laughs> He pulls out some pick and pop stat about David West and be like, "See, David, that, Le- David West, he shoots it better for that the pick was and a pop." Next level Sodom shame for me because not only wasn't it a Mavs fan, it was from a different franchise, but it was about a Mavs player, and it was completely ridiculous. Getting Nerlens awesome. Noel for the minimum on the Cavs, it's great. Nope, Dallas wouldn't match that. <laughs> there you go. That's Sodom shame or frame. You guys can play along with us. Tweet us with, if you think some of those are ridiculous. Tweet us with a name game if you guys had any that you totally disagreed with. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we go, though, we've got some actual Mavs news we forgot to talk about at the beginning of the show. Heck the, yeah. The Mavs signed uh, to a partially guaranteed contract, P.J. Dozier. Dossier? Dozier. Dozier. P.J. Dozier. <laughs> I'm getting, there's too much Trump stuff, man. Just... With the dossier and the the PP tape and just there's so much stuff going around right now. I can't even get on Twitter right now. It's, it's hard. not even Twitter. It's just just watching Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So PJ Dozier, you like this signing and I do not. Yeah, man. I I really I really liked it a lot. And when I saw it, I was super happy. Mainly because one, I do watch a lot of college ball and. You know, South Carolina made this like crazy run in the tournament. You know, SEC basketball is, you know, it sucks basically. And people who try to argue that it's great <laughs> just don't argue that. But South Carolina had a pretty good year last teams. year. They did. So they their, have Frank Martin, the uh, the old coach won. for K- Kansas. Yeah, they man, they had a solid year for sure. And so like they made this crazy run in the tournament. And they had, you know, it's kind of spearheaded by two guys, and it was Sanders Thornwell. Yeah, you know, just went to sign with the Clippers, and the second guy was PJ Dozier, and so they they beat Duke, which was a two seed. You know, that had Kennard, and Jason Tatum, and Giles, and the rest of the crew. So did Mercer. And they beat so. Baylor. And then they beat Baylor. Baylor was a three seed, and then they beat Florida in the Elite Eight, which was a four seed. So they beat the two, three, and four, and they went to the Final Four and lost to Gonzaga, but. Right. Yeah, Dozier, man, he's he's six six, uh, has a six eleven wingspan, eight eight foot five stand and reach. You know, for for a guard, his shot, you know, is kind of broke, and his offensive, you know, as far as like outside shooting, is not like his specialty. But for a twenty year old, you know, for me, like with these last spots, I don't want, I don't want a a PR stunt, like I don't want a Satnam. I don't like we like Ding, but I wouldn't want somebody just to bring like I wouldn't want a Steven Spieth, you know, like don't yeah. I don't need yeah. another PR stunt, okay? Like I want somebody that can be an actual prospect and a sick you know, a twenty year old six six guard with a six eleven wingspan that's super athletic. I love it. And I love he that's the that's the type of flyer that I want Dallas to to pull the trigger on. And now he gets to come to camp and compete for one of the, that other two-way spot 
that 15th roster spots up for grabs right now. So yeah, I'm super excited about it. I know you're not thrilled about it. Why are you not thrilled about it? I I need wings to be able to shoot threes. It's kind of the thing. And I don't know. Is he is he a point guard? Is he a two guard? Is he a three guard? If he's a if he's not a three guard, I guess a wing. Uh, but if he's an off ball guy, then the, the lack of shooting is just just does not help. <laughs> you know, the shooting is so important, and you need the guy to be at least passable. Like if he was shooting, I don't know, thirty four, thirty five percent from three in college, I'd, be, I'd say okay. The guy, the guy shot twenty nine percent is you know his last year at, at at South Carolina. That's that's not even passable to me. Well. Dwight Powell makes nine million, and he made he shot twenty eight percent last year. So yeah, but he's a really he, good pick and roll guy. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. So, that was awesome. No, you got so you. Uh, but this guy, why is he not Michael Carter Williams? Um, because I I think he's more athletic than Michael Carter Williams. I think he can. I think he has a better offensive game. Like. You know, he averaged 14 a game, and I know, like, college, you know, it kind of throws people off, but 14's not too bad. But, like, we yeah, saw him, like, against Gonzaga in, in the Final Four. Like, I mean, he'd take the ball and just come up and pull up with a shot. His shot, like you like to say with Finney Smith, it doesn't look that bad. It's just, you know, that's just not his, like, you know, specialty with that. And it's kind of, he for me, it would be kind of like a, a guard Finney Smith, a guard version of Finney Smith that could play both positions and it would take time. And for the people that's like, Hey, you know, we don't need another point guard on a roster or another, whatever it is. Whoever's at that 15th spot, they're not going to see the court anyway. Yeah. It's not like Nico was dying for minutes last year. You know, those last two spots, Hammonds was on our 15th man roster. Seriously. So like those last two spots, it's not just about, Oh, why would we bring another guard? He's never going to see the floor. It doesn't matter what position he's not going to see the floor. Unless there's some crazy injury. So it's all about what player can you have on the roster that you can develop a young flyer type of guy. And because we already know Devin and JJ and stuff's gonna play. So like bring him in. I I wanna I wanna you like Jean. Is it John? Jean, yeah. Jean. You like Jean better. So let's do this with the fans. Because you get a, also a great defender, really good athlete. Maybe not as good of an athlete as, as Dozier. I haven't watched a ton of, of of each of them, but then you get a way better shooter in Clavel. He likes his step back. Clavel loves his step back. He thinks yeah. he's a monster with yeah, that. Yeah, his 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 shooting motion also I don't I don't like it a, a lot because he goes all the way. It seems like he goes all the way from his knees. He takes the ball all the way down and goes all the way up. Just the motion is so long. Yeah. So I want to do something for fans and listeners. What team are you on? Because who for us? Are you on Team Isaac or Team Nick as far as who has a better shot at making the final roster? I say P.J. Dozier. Who do you say? You say John? To make between the, the two. To make the, between the two, yeah. I would, I would pick that. I would pick John. So Nick takes Jean Clavel. I take P.J. Dozier. Who do you agree with? Tweet at us and say, hey, you're Team Isaac or you're Team Nick. You agree with Nick that Clavel has a better shot than Dozier or you think with me and say Dozier over Clavel. Okay. And okay, but then at the end of this, what do we count a two-way contract? I feel like that's part of it. Okay. So two-way contract counts. Yeah, like you're still two-way contract counts, but not 
hey, we'll send you to the legends with Keith Keith Horns being his piano playing dad. And it's you know? and it's good and it's good that one of the two way contracts is already taken up because what if they both got two way contracts? That we just both win and lose at the same time. Yeah. So he who has a better shot at getting the other two way and or you know or the fifteenth roster spot? I say okay. Dozier. He says Clavel. I say Clavel. I'm I'm sticking with my Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Unfortunately, we won't see an answer to this in for a long time. Yeah, until September, October. <laughs> I know, but way to go! <laughs> it's still fun. They're probably going to bring in somebody. You know, like they're probably going to sign like Muhammad next week for the minimum, and we're like, dang it! All right, screws we're everything both, up. <laughs> we're both wrong. If that's the case, yeah. though, I'd be okay with it. Oh yeah, I, I, it still sh- shocks me that he's still out there. Really, you know, Miritich too. Dude, Miritich. I forgot all about Miritich. Right? There's a lot of he's people. Like, ner- he's kind of like he's kind of like right now. And you know, you asked me kind of sporadically on a pod yesterday <clears throat> if if uh, Nerlens just think means anything, and I I, th- I really think it does. I think that's a that's a LeBron esque type of social media Sub-tweet. post that says, "I'll bet on myself. Don't test me." You know, like. I'll, I'll take the qualifying offer. I mean, it's exactly it's what we said yesterday, but it's just the more I've looked at it and seen it, I'm like, why would you put that in? Like, what other reason would you put that in there? Like, that's his, for me, I think that's his subtle shot of saying, don't test me, I'll take it. Because, you know, Dallas set back saying, he's not going to risk it with his injury history and everything. He's not going to take that, that QO. So. That's also just a very athlete thing to say, though, right? That I'd bet on myself, like I believe in, like believe in me, believe in Charlie. Chip on my shoulder. Believe in Charlie V. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> you know, it's just that. How, uh, how did Charlie V get in, into this? <laughs> I believe, I believe in Charlie V. It's just that's just another thing that that you know a lot of athletes would say. They, you know, the guys with their workout pictures to just put the thing underneath. <laughs> yeah, like when they're riding bikes beside a lake. Yeah. So I, it could be that too, but I don't know, man. We'll see. We we mentioned all the free agents next year. It'd be crazy. I think it'd be crazy for him to take a qualifying offer. Looking at the entire market and looking at where it is, because I think only nine teams are going to be under the cap next summer. Yeah, I mean it's going to be nuts. I mean it's going to be. I was listening to Howard Beck and uh, David Thorpe today, and they were just talking about Beck. how they. I don't know. They're just trying to predict the shape of the conferences and how. They think over the next year or so we're going to see some of these players. The shape. With, and how we're going to see some of these players like still under contract that kind of like what Kyrie's doing now that want to you know, get out of a situation in the West so they can go to the East before their contract's up and have a chance of making an all-star team and going to the playoffs to where they could look at their situation and be like, well, look what I've done. Because it's going to affect a lot of these players under contract. You know, like, you know, Dame doesn't really follow into it some, but like, if you're a you know a Western Conference player right now, you're like say you're McCollum. What if you're McCollum? Well, I, he just signed a huge extension, but he's not up. But a, a player like that, you know? Yeah, in, yeah, a player what like about, that. What that, about Boogie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Boogie's a good one. So like. You know, if you're sitting there at Boogie's situation saying, okay, well, I want a huge, huge contract, you know, near max or something like that. But oh, he'd want a max. You, you might not get, you know, there's going to be the outroar of people who do not get the All-Star game this year is just going to be insane. 
because we're going to see people like Chris Paul and like all these like big names not make the All Star team, and people's just going to be an uproar over Rondo. It. <laughs> but but for somebody like Boogie that wants that max contract, like Boogie's not a good one because he's about to hit free agency. It's somebody that's under contract. Like let's use McCollum. Let's say McCollum, you know, he plays through next year and he's, you know, he's already looking at that next deal. If he stays in Portland for the rest of his time, he's not going to hit the Western Conference Finals. He's not going to be making an all-star team. So when he gets to the the end a couple times. Yeah. So when he gets to the end of his contract, he's going to be like, man, I want a big deal. And the team can say, well, crap, like we haven't did anything with you. But there's also the side in his head, too, saying, okay, I have two years left on my deal. What if I request a trade and say, Send me to the East. He goes to the East, and they make whatever team it's on Eastern Conference. You know, Finals. He's making a couple All Star, you know, All Star teams, and then he's sitting back when he's a free agent, saying, "Look what's on my resume. I'm a two time All Star. Went to Eastern Conference Finals. Then he's getting a max contract. You know, you see, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's what they were talking about on the podcast. How we could see some of these shifts, and like the Kyrie thing is not just outlandish. We could start to see that now from West players to go East, really. And you would hope that the built-in, the built-in like saving grace or function that would stop those things from happening would be the fact that the league is getting smarter, right? We we look at we look around the league and they're not just looking at counting stats anymore. They are they are looking at the analytics. Almost every single team has an analytics. I think every team has an analytics department at least. Some of them are better yeah. than others, but you have all these guys looking at all these stats and everything and. You would think that you know a team would be able to see a player's value. Like they look at, at Draymond and know his value without looking at his counting stats and saying, "Well, a guy only averages seven points, eight points a game. What's he really giving us?" You know. You, yeah. You would hope that that would be the case, and that that players would be paid by their value. Now, some of the market comes into that, and it's it's way more complicated than just saying, "Well, the guy is valuable. Give him give him a big deal." You know, because the, we're seeing the Nerlens Noel thing play out right now, where he is valuable. And he is young, and he is you know gives something different, like we said, but he might not get a huge deal because just that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> that's just where that's where yeah. the chips fall, you know. That's where the chips ahoy crumble and fall, man. That's where it is. <laughs> and do you think? And this is super random, but some some people have started to talk about this more. Do you think there's a chance that Memphis throws in the towel and goes complete rebuild, trades Marcus all at the deadline? Let's say Chandler Parsons comes into training camp and just like shatters something else in his leg. Then I think they just throw it up. <laughs> but even if he is completely healthy, what are they? Seven it's, seed? No, it's true. But then you also are stuck as a small market team that if you're bad, you're not Philadelphia where they have, you have lasting, sustained success. If, they, if they're bad and they get really bad and their attendance starts dropping and they start losing these you know real fans. And I, 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 don't, I wouldn't say that. Memphis fans are bandwagon or anything like that, but all of a sudden, the you know Seattle is looming as a, the boogeyman now. Forever it was, you know, and Louisville, and, and Louisville, uh, yeah. So forever, you know, the NFL used <laughs> the NFL used um, L.A. as the, the the way to try to get all these stadiums and try to just use it against other teams to say if you don't get this done or if you don't do this, we're gonna move your you know you're gonna get moved to L.A. And now, all of a sudden, Seattle is looming in the NBA. Like, this team doesn't get it together. If this team isn't profitable, if this team isn't, you know, getting its act together, we're either going to swoop in like we did with the Sixers and bring in, like, a Colangelo. <laughs> just, you get a Colangelo. You get a Colangelo. Just yeah. All over the place. <laughs> that Oprah or gift. <sighs> we're going to relocate. Or we're going to, you know, 
figure out a way to get you to, get you to Seattle, you know? Just take New Orleans, take the Pelicans and just put them up there, man. Like fun. they don't they don't need it. They have yeah. Davis would look weird in a Sonics jersey. Anybody would look weird in a Sonics jersey. No, nah, Durant wouldn't. We've already seen well, that. <laughs> Rashard Lewis wouldn't. No. Jamal Crawford, that's what that's what we need. We need Jamal Crawford in a Sonics jersey. He's, that would he is like he is Seattle basketball. Yeah. Or Isaiah Thomas. I'd like to see him up there yeah. too. But anyway. Okay. There you go. That's Lockdown Maps today. That's the game pod. We tried some stuff out. If you guys like it, let us know. If you hate it, let us know too. <laughs> guys, it's Friday. Friday. Way to, way to go. You made it. You made it to the weekend. Did Nerlens Noel sign today? Nope. He could have. Still got time. That's true. Still got time. I kind of want to start I kind of want to start this thing like every day. I'm like, did Nerlens Noel sign today? No. Just every day. No. No. Some people it's could be listening like, to this at 7 p.m. on a Friday. And if you're listening to this at 7 p.m. on a Friday... <laughs> if he signed if he signs tomorrow on Friday I'll die. Well, we've also been we've also been tasked with the the job of doing an emergency pod, which all of a sudden these emergency pods have been become like responsibilities now. Like we have to do an emergency pod. Who somebody asked this on Twitter the other day and shout out to this guy cuz it's Jack Britton. Yeah, he tweets us a lot. Yeah, he's a man. He's a loyal listener. He's one of our top listeners. So shout out to you, man. I don't like, know if he's one real. of our top listeners. Definitely one of our top tweeters. Yeah, but he listens every episode though. And do, we he works know? Through... do we know that he listens every episode? Yeah. No, I think he, he no, does. he does. No, no, he definitely does. And he like works at night, so like he he, he actually tweets this and be like, man, you know, I listen to this, whatever. But and that, that's I why think... I, that's why I started publishing at, at midnight because there's all these people, even overseas, like we have people from India, New Zealand, yeah. England, like all over the place, man. I'm amazed at the, the response we get from people everywhere. Anyway, he tweeted and asked us if we'd do an emergency pod on like if Melo or Kyrie got traded. I'm like, <laughs> only only to get traded to Dallas, unless Melo waves that no trade clause to come partner with Cuban. Remember when Dallas was on his list in his free agent tour? Yeah, that was weird. And I think he even met with Cuban. Probably, I would just but, to meet with him, just hang out with him. And then he went to Houston, and Jeremy Lin's jersey was on. On Mello on the big like banner and Lynn was like, <laughs> "That's, that's my, my number. That's like my jersey. That's <laughs> my number." <laughs> yeah, um, we're gonna have to get you to. Um, yeah, that would be that would be like Steph being a, you know in free agency this past year, and he wants to visit Dallas, and we like Photoshop him in <laughs> Seth's jersey. Seth's jersey. <laughs> we didn't even have to Photoshop him. We just- <laughs> Just have him just, turn around and just say curry on the back of it. <laughs> like, that could be you. Oh, man. That that would suck. Did you see Aisha Curry throw the alley-oop to Seth Curry? Or to Steph Curry? In no. China? They're in China right now. Go to his in- It's all over Instagram. But go to his Instagram. He, uh, Aisha, his wife, threw an alley-oop to him, and he dunked it. It was sick. Oh, sweet. Speaking of that, my boy Kozizi uh, is uh, in Africa right now, and he's doing some cool stuff. He's friends with the Curry, so that's why I thought about it. But doing some cool stuff with uh, kicking it for a cause and taking shoes over there. So follow him on nice. Follow him on Twitter, and he's doing some crazy stuff right now. Good deal. That is locked on Nabs, guys. Thanks so much for joining us again. We mentioned yesterday on the Going Forward with Dirk Pod. If you want a second, you want to, if you want a full podcast with just us talking about Dirk going forward, we need it's Dirk, we need- not anybody else. <laughs> nobody else we need five reviews on itunes that have five stars and say 
going uh what do we say dirk is more we want more dirk we want more dirk more dirk just something <laughs> like that we want more dirk or more dirk and how's your dirk taste gosh if we don't get if we don't get an interview with Sean Stevenson this weekend i'm gonna be upset <laughs> i'm just gonna put that out there all right guys thanks so much for listening enjoy your weekend peace out boom place with the helpful hardware folks it's ace's biggest led light bulb sale of the year right now buy one get one free on our best-selling led light bulbs our four pack of led bulbs is 9.99 and our two pack of led floodlights is only 12.99 buy one get one free there's no limit on how much you can save so stock up now hurry in buy one get one free on long-lasting 10-year led bulbs now through monday only at your neighborhood ace see participating stores for details